It's time for a matcha talk. Assalamualaikum. Assalamualaikum. I'm Summer. I'm Samia, and welcome to our podcast where we put on our Dean filters and question all the shady things we've seen. All the shady things that we've seen, and I feel like I saw more shady things this time than you did. Well, this time we saw the shady things together on TV, and I'm looking forward to that discussion. But before we get to the shady things, Summer, I want to share about our sponsor for this episode with our audience, Quran and Me Journal app, which is created by Paradise Pearls and Finder Publications. This app is awesome. It's designed to make journaling on the go a quick and easy experience. Uh, Quran and Me Journal app guides you to reflect on your chosen ayah, which is beautifully designed and shows up in the Arabic text, word-for-word translation, transliteration, as well as a full translation. It makes it easy for everyone and it is super convenient. If you don't have an ayah to go off of and want to spend some time reflecting on words of Allah, maybe you're in the mood, then there are prompts for that as well. You can also read the entire Quran on this app. We love it here and hope that you will too. Thank you, Quran Me Journal app, for sponsoring this episode. Now, Summer, what is that shady thing on TV that we are going to probably disagree about on? So, context, I'm still at my sister's place. Mm-hmm. A couple days ago... We saw something, and now Samia Baji disagrees. She thinks it wasn't that serious. She didn't see what I saw. We decided to hash it out in a Matcha Talk episode, so here we are. Yeah, we were getting kind of into it, and Hamza was like, hey, save it for the podcast. I'm like, exactly. Let's go. Well, I'm ready. So we're watching this uh, documentary on the Discovery Plus channel thing, or app, that has come up a few months ago. And in there, there's a documentary about a man who apparently was a BBC reporter who has gone through Africa, he said, for over 40 years. He's been going there quite often. And he's been reporting all of the negative things, the war, the famine, and all those things, right? And this is what he said. And so now he's like, I'm going to Africa for a different reason and to show the reality of the situation. It's not always that. It is also this. And so the the entire thing was he went to like four or five different cities in Africa and or countries in Africa, actually. And he showed all the cool things. And it was very interesting to watch that. So this is this is what happened. And then after that, Summer had views. Oh, my God, I had all the views. So this, I mean, it was an interesting watch. Don't get me wrong. It was I really, enjoyed it on overall. It was enjoyable. It was really fun. And to see those places. You know, it was fantastic. I learned some stuff, you know, so it was a really good for that reason. But I can't help it. I cannot help it. My mind did not turn off when he said so. He started. He started literally like while the opening music was going on, he was talking. And, and I was just like, I cannot believe he yeah, said that I heard, right now. I heard you in the back and I was like, oh, great. You can't help. <laughs> I mean, you can't expect me to not, you know. No, yeah, go ahead. So what he said was something to the effect of, because it's been some time, but something to the effect of, um, we're not going to talk about uh, the war, famine. We're not going to talk about, no, this is not a story of Mm -hmm. depression or of whatever, 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 negative, negative, negative. Today, we're going to be talking about blah, 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 positive, positive, positive. I'm like, bro, why you have to even mention the negative at this point (laughs) because it's all about framing you have started the conversation on a negative and equated it with this continent 
I am at the uh, continent of Africa, and this is not a story about starvation. And like, really, couldn't you have said, couldn't you have said, I'm on the continent of Africa, and we're going to be looking at the fantastic cultures and food and whatever that he did. Just framing it, why was it necessary to say the negative at all, period? I don't know. I think, okay, I understand what you're saying, but I also see the other perspective. And I was going back and forth about it even after we, we had the initial, you know, that little conversation. I was like, I don't know. Like, I, I get it that you don't want to start off a conversation like that. But like, I feel that the, to the Western world, Africa is always framed that way. So why are you framing it again? No, but I think he was highlighting the fact. It's kind of like when you're trying to teach someone something. You know what? No, hold on, hold on. A better way to do that. We're going to be, I'm at the continent of Africa. We're going to be looking at these cities which have learned and done XYZ and uh, food and whatever instead of blah, 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 blah that you've already seen well, kind of a thing. Well, I don't know. I feel that it's the same, same effect. No. Yeah, I even, feel it's the same. Even, even saying things first makes no. such a difference. No, it's kind of like, oh, no, sometimes when, you, when you're negating something that draws people in. He's a presenter. He's a show guy. It draws people in. We're not talking about, oh, this is Africa. Oh, you know, let's, say, let's pretend a normal, everyday Western who has no clue of the world watches this. We're talking about Africa. Oh, it's going to be the same thing that makes me feel guilty about my own life. It's not about hang hunger and starvation, et cetera, et cetera. What? It's not? No. It is about this, 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 this. No. Like, oh, I want to know. Oh, that really did exist? So, so, so hold on. I'm feeling like, oh, we're, I'm on the continent of Africa and I'm feeling down and whatever, dreary. And he says, we're going to be looking at the food. We're going to be looking at their technology and the... Uh, advancements or whatever different methods no i think that is very important it is a documentary you're not having a conversation you have complete control on how you write and frame things exactly and he control did it. this is how he controlled it it was very badly done. he presented a negative thing to get your attention and said hey that's not what this is i'm telling you what it is i'm not gonna say that the entire documentary was done in a very beautiful way i mean we saw some stuff in there and we can move on to that actually right now. Remember when, and so, so it was really cool to see all these Muslim representation there that got me really excited. I was yeah. like, oh, so cool. Historical massages and like Muslim culture. But he had these little comments in there, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and one of the things like, uh, what was it? Modern versus traditional or cultural. What was he saying? I do not remember that phrase. I missed it. So it was like, oh, they have, you know, these cultural and traditional beliefs and values, but they have been modern, this, 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 and there's been a clash of modern versus traditional. And at this, in the beginning, I'm like, okay, he's saying modern. What does he mean by modern? But he, when he mentioned traditional, to me, it was all negative things about Islam that people say. Like, he was like, modern is this new version of this faith. And... That tradition is that. And I was like, dude, what is he talking about? And so that was when I got turned off by him. Interesting. I didn't even notice that. I remember we did talk about, so he actually was visiting a place and there was a wedding happening in that city. And there yes. was like this famous singer. She's well known in that area. And she was He's the rocking best. it. And she was singing. 
and it, it, it was a tradition uh slash like you gotta do it you have to pay the singer mm-hmm. so he he went up and he <laughs> he paid her and she made a comment and I she was mean, like singing she was singing and lyrically like talking about things yes she was like slam poetry in song and what she was saying, you know, what did she say? You saw it. Yeah, exactly. she said, oh, oh, you know, uh, uh, the white man has to pay me now because I'm not his slave or something. Ooh. And I was like, no, but that, that point, oh, that part really upset me because right before he was talking bad about women's rights and stuff. Oh, yeah. And, and he, he was like, oh, comment. yeah, women are mm. this and they're told to do this and whatever, whatever. And like while all this is happening, you see literally a group of women dancing, having a great time together and just like owning the place. And here's a singer who's telling him to his face, you know, he probably doesn't want to hear that. He, hold on, hold on. He probably had to get that translated at a later time. He probably didn't even know that's what was being said at that time to him. Yeah, whatever was going on. I thought that was great. But it's like he's seeing all those things, but then he, he still felt that a woman are this and that. Like, don't you think they're happy? Aren't they not smiling enough for you to say that? But that was something really, like, upsetting to me as well. I'm like, okay, so what are you presenting here? You're saying that... So what am I, as a viewer thinking about you because to me it's contradictory to what you're saying and what do i think about the people in africa you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it was yeah one of those things that really upset me about that documentary he went to a place next i think right after this or you know i don't know but he went to a place where they were building not out of concrete but they were building oh, yeah, out the of mud houses mud. yeah yes. So there was an artisan who was very proud of his work and believed in it so hard. You know, he was like, well, this is this is what we do. We've been doing it. And uh, the interviewer or I don't know what they're really, the host, the host. Yeah. The host asked him uh, what how long does it take to become who you are? A, a special master, master builder or something. Yeah, and uh, he said, you know, 20 years. Yeah. that. Oh, yeah, because before he was saying, I didn't go to any school. I learned it from my master, my teacher who taught me, mm-hmm. and I was under him and learning. And then he was like, how long does it take to become this? And he was like, 20, 20 years. years. I'm like, no biggie. Yeah. Just 20. Yeah, right. Like, he just owned it. It was, it was fantastic. But, and and I didn't notice this immediately but in the places he went to next, the verbiage that was used. So one thing was like concrete here is seen as a bad thing. It was kind of talking about, well, they don't like Wait. concrete at all. It's all about the mud houses, which is true. They were very proud and they were the this particular individual who's, the master legit like he was the best one in this place was very anti-concrete but he was like it just there's no reason why we need this concrete we have this sand we have this thing it makes sense you repair these buildings and you know he was justifying it and he had reasons for using mud over concrete but it didn't necessarily come over that way i feel like part of the documentary was kind of oh well these guys see concrete as wrong which they did. But the thing that really got me 
and that I'm saying was in comparison to other places that he went to next, was the verbiage. He didn't refer to him as a, what would you call him? A construction master? He called him a master something. He was giving him a lot of respect. The verbiage that was used for the people that work in this city versus the other city was literally verbiage like artisans versus uh, lawyers. And I just noticed that. I don't understand. Why couldn't he call him? Why couldn't he call him an engineer? Because that's not what he's known as. Construct. He never called himself that. Construction master. No, because. He was the master something that he had a title. Master artist. It's kind of like doctor something. Why would you call him mister if it's his doctor? He, he wasn't an artisan. Or like the other people aren't artisans. Like what? I don't. It just seemed like the verbiage that was used wasn't as I don't legit. Think so. I, I felt, felt he that. was giving him the due respect that he deserved no, when no, he was talking. He was giving him the due respect when he was talking. It's again about the framing, man. The context that was set for this city versus the other city. I disagree with you on this. I, I, I know you disagree with me on a lot of no. it. No. But this I one, can I see the like, other perspective. Mm -mm. I can see the other perspective. And this one, I don't at all agree with you. No, I didn't like it one bit. I'm like, why are you not giving them the same title that you use for other places? Because he's known as a master something. And this is his... It wasn't just him. He was setting the context for the city he was setting the context for the city and i remember it because like oh that's really cool and then later he set the context for another city i'm like wait why did he use different titles in and it the, wasn't just this in the first and the city with the with the mud houses they actually started with a man and it was really kind of interesting he was on a boat and they would jump down in the water like like dive down in the water and it will be be there for like less than a minute or something and they will bring out a bucket of of really good quality sand and that's how he described it it was a good quality sand that's used to build the houses that people build and he was like you know and that happened and he talked to the person who was on the boat too and he was like hey what do you think about this and oh is this gosh. better and the person was like you know yes i also feel that people should build with concrete because with rain and stuff like that, the mud houses just, you know, who, swipe who, away. Who did he talk to? For what? This. This was a person who was digging and getting the stuff from the sea, from the sand, uh, he, he, ocean. He didn't give. He didn't give any of them a title. He just called them by their names, and Dude, they deserved a title. I think you're looking way too much I into this. I can't help it. How when do you he know that? Refer to other people with their titles. Do you remember that he had a title? He didn't say, so I don't know. Do you, are you for sure that you don't know? Everyone has a title of some sort. He would go home Summer, and his family would ask, well, who I are you? What do you do today? And are he you would sure? say his title. I'm just saying, do you not remember him saying it? No, I remember him clearly not saying it and me thinking, why isn't he saying it? And also at the same time, you have to understand the cultural differences. If he is going to say that in another city... It was a completely different city, and it was not a city. It was a country, different, different country. Yeah, what different countries here? Well, I mean, it was a different city in a different country. Fine, but yeah, I don't care. Everyone was... has some sort of a title. I mean, he's the uh, he's the one who runs this like operation or like you know like something. He didn't give any of them. He called him by name. He called him by name. I don't like understand Mark. how any of this 
I was just like, you're not justifying, you're not justifying, you're not giving them their title, you're not giving them their due. That's what I felt. I don't know. I was like, that's I, not right. I honestly, the entire time, I felt he was really it's coming from slight, a good... It's the slight no, things, man. He was coming from a good place. I'm sure he was. And he was giving the people the respect they deserve. He honored everybody that he, he met he in that... He was trying so hard. In that country, you, mm-hmm. or in that specific city he was in, he honored everybody properly. I did not feel... That he did something that would make them feel bad, or even comparatively, it would be bad. It was the small things. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep saying that. Oh, by the way, by the way, so in the same in the same city, he went to a mosque, which was the tallest mud structure and oldest in the world. Mm-hmm. It in was the a world, world heritage site. He described that. Now, now I studied architecture. I didn't, like, get a master's in it. I went as far as a bachelor's. But we talked about a lot of the sites and, and major architectural sites. And uh, some of the some of the conversations that we had about architecture was uh, different views or different materials and things. Never once was this brought up. And I was just kind of amazed how it was a fantastic structure it was a fantastic building it was a beautiful masjid and it was made in a fantastic and it was so way. nice to see people like i don't know if you remember this but he was walking around and there was a person reciting the quran in yeah. the back and i was like yeah, yeah you go man we it will was, accept it it was super cool <laughs> but i was just amazed that we had never talked about it and and i had never heard of it never even knew about it and just didn't even know you know, it's so interesting because a long time ago on Facebook, someone shared that. They were like, oh, you know, these are the buildings uh, done by, you know, Muslim like buildings, right? In Muslim countries, like really gorgeous buildings. And they're not normally discussed in regular architecture conversations because mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And I shared that and, and, a, and a person also said, he was like, actually, that's not really true. I already know about this. But I was like, I think you're missing the whole point. It's not like what you mentioned. It's not something that's, that's mentioned in a setting like that. Yeah. It might be like, oh, this is so cool, but they won't study it, they won't talk about it, and even it was, though it, it is was, amazing. It was worthy of studying. I mean, if we mentioned the... Um, I yeah, completely forgotten, but there was another really old uh, structure. It was, it, was, it was, I think, the first city that they have found, so the oldest city that, that, that had been found, has been found so far, and uh, they have openings in the roofs rather than doors. So people come in uh, utilizing ladders and things, so or maybe stairs. But I think it was ladders was the understanding. So what a fantastic uh, thing, you know, uh, completely different. That was a prison in Batman. <laughs> the 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 little you know what I'm talking about. That's so funny. I I don't remember that. He was thrown in there with Bane. <laughs> And he was under there, and he had to escape. And no one, no man has ever escaped before. Well, that's funny. And he had to climb out, jumping around, all Batman style. That's funny. I have no idea about it. I don't remember. <laughs> but you know, we talked about those kinds of things, and that was a that's a that's a well known site around the world, the World Heritage Site. I don't know if it is actually or not, mm-hmm. but something worthy of study. Now, this is a mud structure. That's been standing for how long? Mm-hmm. As a material, we never studied it. We never even really talked about using mud at all, even from a studying standpoint, from a historical standpoint. And the yeah. fact that is, you know, the the tallest that you can do. You can do tall buildings with mud, you know? You know, I think uh, this all is... All of it. I know, yeah. obviously, it was in a desert environment, 
we just never talk no that's actually a really interesting thing because i've had conversations with other people like this where they just automatically assume that you know everything that's not west is somehow less than i mean well they talk about the but that's that's where is it located turkey i guess the is in turkey yes it's in turkey it's not west i thought it was spain no it's not in spain whoops <laughs> okay okay so yeah but you know that's what, what else <laughs> what else to talk about that's not in the west the uh, really mohenjo daro but it's not as well known i've never heard about that in the western context i've only heard about it in like i heard about it context. once and i was like that's super yeah really yeah i i i heard about it later that's in pakistan i'm like wait hold up and then apparently ami's been there i was like what so I actually heard yeah. it opposite. I learned it in yeah. textbook first. That's cool. So, but generally, I was like, but generally, when I have spoken with people, they just look at what's not west to be backwards, slow, even you know, just I just feel like there's this negative connotation to Absolutely. that. Absolutely, is because they don't know what exists there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They like you mentioned the masjid or whatever. So they don't know it. So you don't know what's coming out. And a lot of, there was another criticism I heard from probably a, a useless person who was online one time. You know, Muslims have not contributed anything. <laughs> and I was like, Clearly you know, subhanAllah, how little do you know? Right? Yeah. So I think, I think what you mentioned is a valid point that let's, you know, those kind of things are equally as important and beautiful and deserve recognition. Thank you, World Heritage Site, for giving them the recognition. No, thank you. They deserve it. Whatever. But, like, where? why is it missing from the Western or your specific conversation? Why was it missing from there? Yeah. And that was really, wow, just frustrating. And he only spent, you know, a minute or two there. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, show me more. Because I never knew. I never heard about it. But I was, uh, it was one of those learning points. I was very fascinated by it. So very grateful that that made it into the documentary and he talked about it. Yeah. The, there was a, obviously there were more situations. Another situation that comes to mind that I remember. Just hating on the guy. No, this one was actually really cool. <laughs> okay. And I liked that they talked about it. But I was like, I'm sure it could have been done better. But it was, uh, it was uh, a country that still had kingship but the king oh, yeah, the, the monarch king. wasn't really part of the government necessarily yeah, so he, he wasn't he was, the president he wasn't the prime yeah, minister he, he was, was kind of like the, the the king and queen in london kind of the same yeah, concept yeah, exactly advisory so, role advisory role but to Important. the extent to the extent that they said if he said something in parliament or congress whatever the situation may be they would listen to him. Yeah, same with the queen. Like, he would have... Mm-hmm. No queen one would England. go against him. Uh, I just find it really interesting because I find myself saying the queen. How many queens are there? Yeah, there's How like, many princes and prince and, and kings are there? Arabia is rolling right but now. But you know how they say, <laughs> let's let's talk about the specific people because they exist everywhere else too. Whatever. Mm. Go ahead. This episode is brought to you by the Quran and Me Journal app, created by Paradise Pearls and Finder Publications, now available on the App Store and Play Store. If you like to reflect on Allah's words and journal about them, then this app is for you. The Quran and Me Journal app is designed to make journaling on the go very easy. So when you're on a soulful walk or in a taxi or at any random time when an ayah comes to mind, 
then you can just go into the app and journal your thoughts and even take pictures and capture the moment. This journaling app is designed to aid your journey to keep thinking and reflecting. It helps you to get to know the Quran better and relate to it in a personal way, encouraging you to explore the meanings of the message of the Quran and make connections with it. It also supports you as you reflect, understand, and ponder over the words of Allah, changing your vision of the Quran and improving your relationship with it from being a ritual to becoming a compass to navigating life itself. If you're looking for an inspiring, dare we say therapeutic Quran journaling experience like us, then download the Quran and Me journal app, now available on the App Store and Play Store for iOS and Android. So, so this particular king, he wasn't necessarily the king of the country, but rather of this city. But he was... No. Or that region. Yeah, 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 yeah. He wasn't the necessarily the... But they all revered him, like, He was legit. the king of the country. Oh, the vibe I got. He was a king, man. He was the king of that region. Nah, man. He okay. was a king. Well, I stand corrected. But it was really cool because they started with, well, I'm here on a day. We were able to catch it. They were having a ceremony of some sort, and it was fantastic. They were all... Uh, in their traditional garb. Really devotional stuff going on with that king. I, I mean, you know, from an Islamic perspective, shady as flip. But from another perspective, you know, they mentioned how the queen mother came and uh, met him. And it was a huge thing because she oh. is the one who gave him his, his Wait a second. title. What I mentioned already. So so there was a, uh, he asked a lady, what do, what does he think about the king, whatever. And she was like, oh, you know, he's like second to God for us. Like God first yeah. and then is the king. Yeah. And it was so interesting. So he had this conversation in English with that person yep. that he talked to. Yep. And then later on, he's talking to the king and he's like, you have pretty good English. And I'm like, did you just, did you just not see other people speaking English in this country? Like, what is... This guy was very special in that regard. Yeah, I yeah. mean, literally at this point, majority of the world speaks English at this point. No, but it's Come just like, now. yeah, I think yeah. you mentioned this. And I don't know, we have some UK listeners. They so all can tell me you mentioned that there is something condescending in the way the British speak or something. That's what I say. I'll stick by issue. We're not going to talk about a depressing story of Africa, <laughs> but instead, let's talk about the happy. Like, uh, that's condescending. I, to I me. have heard a lot about British humor. I have not heard about British condescending. Oh, con. It's got to come from outside, and no one hears yeah. anything from the other perspective I that's not know. Western or British. But I mean, you were you were saying something before all of this. Yes. Yeah, so he it, the ceremony was occurring, and you know, like I said, he mentioned the Queen Mother. So the queen mother was involved and she gave him his kingship. And I thought it was fantastic that they owned it. You know, it, uh, was, it was like that. I felt it was more performative than anything. But go ahead. I mean, there were a few. Yeah, I think that is just part of the duplicity of that tradition, I think, rather than uh, all the traditions. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it was fault of the documentary that's what i'm trying to say yes so i i liked that they mentioned that and mm -hmm. talked about it in the way that they did and uh gave credit in the way that they did i like that um and also the next day he's like well uh we i met with the king for um oh oh well first thing he's like uh, i i during the ceremony i went to the king and i uh it, it was a great honor because, you know, you can't just go up to the king during the ceremony. Like, that's not cool. You have to make an appointment. Exactly. And uh, he was a lot up there. And he was like, I wanted to ask him about something political. 
and uh, I just didn't feel that was the right time. I'm like, bro, know your place. Like, you're you're meeting a king right now. It ain't on your terms. Of course, you can't talk about nothing no political. Like, what are you expecting? Some extra I wonder treatment. if he, I th- he I think was, it, he was. This is probably a little bit of British humor that we were talking about. Maybe, but it was <laughs> fantastic. The dude was just like. Yeah, mm-hmm, yep, thank you. And he shook his hand and just was kind of like, yes, you know, yes. And he treated him in well, a yeah. similar way that he would anyone. And I like that, um, the way that it happened, especially in the next... He was just so comfortable in his kingship. And he was just like, I am the king. Like, and it was just, it was just fantastic. Anyways, the the next day, he, the the host said, you know, I'm going to meet the king early in the morning they went golfing together because he's gonna go golf and the man comes in like in a non-traditional garb western totally Polo western golf outfit really it really was a total mm-hmm. golf outfit and uh him and his entourage because he is a king and of course he needs you know his people and they were all western garb and uh, having a very great and intellectual conversation and i legitimately was just me just, too. I wanted to hear more from the king because he mm-hmm. had a fantastic perspective and ideas and outlook. And I was just so curious where he's going to take his people. I liked that king. I mean, at the same time, I was a little bit bothered. I'm like, people here are living in this and here you are living it up with your golf things and, and whatever, right? And yeah. he had a hat with like, I think, I really think it was his own face on it. I'm not sure. But there was all of that going. There's always going to be there. But what I really liked, though, I don't know if you remember this, but later they had this instance, right, where there was a, a disagreement between the two tribes, yeah. or within the tribe. And the disagreement was that, the, you know, the lady did not feel that the person who was the leader of the tribe deserved to be in that position. And so she was, they wanted to go to court, whatever, but this was like another way to handle it. And all parties had to agree that whatever the king says goes. And then the person was talking about it, another person, that this is the way that they, like another lawyer over there. Yeah. And he was like, this is much more affordable and much more real for people because they can get things done and over with and agree on. And it's immediate. It's yeah. not, I'm going to be waiting in yeah. line. But the precedent is already said, whatever the king says goes, period. Yeah. So everyone's coming in with the same expectation. Exactly. Everyone has to agree. Yeah. But I just loved the wisdom of this man. It was freaking beautiful. So the issue was this lady said, I do not like this guy. Uh, I do not think he he lied about his bloodline. Yes, it's not coming. It's not a loyal royal bloodline. So he should not be the leader of the tribe. Yeah. And then women have say in choosing their leaders is really uh, traditionally led by a woman. And so she was a woman uh, of that tribe, the head woman. And she was putting him uh to the king and saying this guy don't deserve it he lied about his bloodline and he shouldn't be in his place replace him mm-hmm. figure this out he needs to step down mm-hmm. and the king and i mean as soon as he said it i'm like this man mm-hmm. i cannot believe his uh, verdict was basically um and and, and the whole point of uh, also the lawyer mentioned is reconciliation mm-hmm. the point is not to cause problems and uh, lead to division amongst the people. The entire point of this uh, king's court is that it's affordable, it's easy, it's accessible, it's quick. And what this king says goes, but also the purpose isn't going to be divisive. 
Yeah. It's really going to be about reconciling the two parties. So this lady had this disagreement with this guy, and the king says the verdict was, the sentence, whatever, that this this man will continue in his position, but his lineage will not be able to succeed him. Mm-hmm. So, okay, even if you lied, you're here now, take it, whatever. But it ends there. It ends here, period. And everybody heard it, ain't going back from that. Yeah. It was, it was, it was absolutely fantastic and just great things were being done. I really like that because actually I was very surprised that that focus was reconciliation because that's exactly what our focus is. So I was listening to Quran 30 for 30, the series that Kane Institute is doing a while ago, actually during the Ramadan. And it was, uh, I was looking for it right now. I think it was Tahir Wyatt was a guest in that one. So if you all want to listen to that, you can. Um, but he talked about the verse where the divorce is mentioned, that when there is a problem between a husband and a wife, then a third person, arbitrator, uh, needs to come in and they're the ones who help decide the situation right and that's what he was saying like he really emphasized that he was like when that third party is coming in or from each family right two two people come in from right. each family when that third party is coming in their focus is reconciliation like that is their focus they're not their focus is not to separate people unless there's an injustice going on that's different but like when you're just trying to do that, that that's the purpose. Because mm-hmm. sometimes people get in with their own drama and their opinions. They don't like this person. They don't like that person. Mm-hmm. But the whole focus is that. So I was like really, it was really cool to see it kind of happen in person with the king. There was just such great wisdom and such great actions being taken. And it was, I just wish there was more time spent on, on that the king. place yeah i would like to know more about that whole king people situation because it was really intriguing there was just so much there so much there now he ended up going to other cities and other places and the last one man i just couldn't help it i just couldn't help it the last one that he went to he owned you know this one was a place that was um uh colonized at some point and uh what do you what yeah yeah like yeah. the whole africa was well this particular place not only know, africa the... like literally everybody in the whole world was co- colonized like literally but... uh-huh literally colonized that's what i mean like actually that one city okay lagos mm-hmm. like the mud city was not okay okay the city was i don't know that much about history to even have an opinion on this no, they they definitely exploited all of it, but on paper, like technically, they didn't. So this was a, I mean, compared to the Mud City, for instance, we saw, or even the King. Um, I wish I remember the name. I do not remember I really the do. King one. Um, but yeah, so this one was very, very, very like you know, twentieth century, twenty first century West buildings jeans everybody's wearing jeans, and this is where he was giving everyone their titles, and I'm like, sir. Uh, Whatever. We Third. disagree on this one, but go ahead. That's that's what I'm... That was my main thing. I'm like, why he's giving them these titles? But but he, you know, he owned that. And I was like, yes, definitely own it. And it was really interesting that the entire documentary basically was taking you from the um, less developed to the more developed. And I was like, okay, fine, cute. 
But the fact that he ended on a city that was most developed and uh, it had historically been colonized at some point, I was like, really, bro? Like, I'm not sure I like that. And if you really look at it, what they focused on in that city were two kind of uh, main um, people, let's say. But one uh, individual was a millionaire and there was corruption abound. And they were like, well, hmm, is your judgy. money? Yeah. Totally judgy. Give him the scrutiny. That mm -hmm. guy was definitely up to no good. He put him in the hot seat. He was one of the most jet. richest men in the world. He was the richest man. No, he was not the richest. He was one of the richest. Well, there we go. So he's a millionaire sitting in his jet and the host is sitting next to him. And he's like, well, uh, you know, corruption is abound. So what about you? And the dude I have never it. done any corruption in my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> yes. His, sure. his face was just very like, political you're answer. used to saying that. You're yeah. Used to everybody's it. heard it. But like, whatever, you know, live your life, bro. Um, just don't take rights of others. Bismillah. But he was uh, one individual that he talked about. And, you know, he had some ideas about uh, helping the city. And uh, it was cool, actually. I liked his vision on how he wanted to bring the focus back to his country. Exactly. He was like, we would like to take control of our own country rather than um, importing. We would like to become export uh, people. Like, we, we would like to do more export. And we are on... Uh, on a I wouldn't. Path. I don't. I don't give him any virtue. I'm sorry. I just have this negative opinion. I don't. I mean, it's good that you do that. And sometimes, somehow, that's that's in our in our build, like a human condition, mm. is that if you want to do something bad, we would kind of be like, let me do something good on the side, so I don't feel as bad about my bad. Maybe. I feel like that was his good. Like he was literally the most. He was exporting. Um, Cement. That's what he was doing, Cement, yeah. and really like really booming industry at that point at this in his country. And he's all like, "This I'm doing this all for the country." I'm like, "Are you really? Maybe I don't know. Maybe you are, but there's definitely a secondary gain there. Yeah, absolutely. Or primary gain. I mean, come on, <laughs> come on. Money is yeah. involved. Now, it was also interesting. Like I said, two kinds of people. This is one individual. Um, and yes, he was exporting cement, uh, concrete. And I thought it was very interesting how they started with less developed who hated concrete to more developed, which was previously con uh, colonized. They didn't start, start with concrete. hating concrete. The mud, Summer, the mud you disagree. That was not, that was not the opinion of they, the person who was digging the sand. All of their buildings were made of mud. Yes, because they that was their tradition and culture, whatever. Mat. But that was not out of hatred. The artisan said, no, I don't want this. I think mud house is better. I don't like cement. But he was the artisan. He has an opinion. But to say that. And he has built literally like all of the houses in that place. Because that's what they do. They build houses in mud. That cement thing is a new thing. And he didn't like it. Exactly. Yeah. Now versus this last city where that's they're making it their own and i don't know if there's a versus it. i don't think there's I a versus i couldn't help but think it i couldn't help but think it maybe that was unintentional but i mean i was just like they should have thought about it but like whatever well, they have to tell a story in a documentary yeah exactly but and so whatever and then the other kinds of person um that they talked about were these two singers and they were um what is it called? Celebrities, basically. There were yeah, celebrities. Yeah, they were a pretty in... big deal in the country. Yeah, they were, you know, setting uh, fashion rappers. trends. Yeah. yeah, setting fashion trends and uh, famous and uh, 
they were actually learned individuals. <laughs> I was very, yes, here we go. Let's talk I, about their education. I really love that because that's what he said. I like he highlighted that. He was like, they know that this music industry business is very shady. It can go up and down. And so they both are educated. That I know the woman was a lawyer. I forgot what the man was. Me too. I just remember she was a lawyer. Because she was rocking it. She was killing the and, game. And she was, yes. you know, I felt that even even though as we know the things as they are, but it's good to see a woman do things. And she was smart. She's like, yeah, I got a degree in my back pocket, but yo, this is paying my bills too. Shoot, yeah. let me milk it for all it's worth. So I just felt really happy to see that. Same, same. It was really mm-hmm. nice to see her and it was really cool. And, um, you know, that's, that's kind of where they landed and ended... And there was a feeling of, well, you know, what about that that king, though? In the middle, they also had another one. I couldn't help it. I seriously have so much disagreements with you on I this right now. I know you do, but I was just like, you know. If you guys if could you, see my face right you, now, I'm making a lot of the facial And they're, they're making the story, you know, it was from the uh, less developed to the more developed. And okay. yes, the king's um, city was in between. They also went to one more city where the soccer was like a big thing, by the mm-hmm. way. But we, it wasn't much there. I liked it. It was cool. Mm-hmm. But the the what I'm saying is that that's one way to go about it. And, and I think that is a very logical way to go about it. And I probably wouldn't have done it any other way. But I would just say I want to know more about the king. Because if you really look at it, there was there was such a new, interesting forward-thinking stuff happening there versus we're focusing on cement. We're focusing on our own Summer, like, city. that's an unfair assessment of this documentary. The documentary was not about the king or his country. No, you are talking about this country that has in the past had issues. We're not going to talk about the depression. We're going to talk about how this country is moving forward. That was a precedent they that didn't... was set. Right? Okay. We're talking about the positivity we're talking about how, how this uh, continent is moving forward mm-hmm. and like the great things about it. The last city that they landed on, how are they moving forward? I thought was just like, okay, we're, we're going to focus on export, but it was really a one-liner. Whereas what the king was doing was a more complex approach of moving forward. Just because you like the king doesn't mean that everybody has to focus more no, on him. But it really was a more complex approach. Well, everything was complex. Every culture is complex. Every country had their beautiful things that he mentioned. He spent equal amount of time on all of them. No, yeah, no, yeah, he did. But, uh, and like I said, I probably wouldn't have changed the flow either. The flow makes sense. But I'm just like, I don't know if I agree with, that, with, sure? that, with that city being the one that's more ad- most advanced in that, that way. That's the... the- or like more interested in moving forward. I don't know. It, there was just so much potential in that place versus where they landed where they landed it was kind of like you're there or something but the potential know, and Summer. the growth and just like the outside the box thinking i feel like you're, you're giving him a much harder time than he needs to get i don't know why you say he it was a whole team of people writing this and making yeah, the documentary the so face. when you have like 10 at least minds put together and that's what you come up with i'm gonna critique it i'm gonna critique you f- yeah but i i personally feel your criticism is invalid in this case you can't call my cr- you were supposed to validate my feelings you can't say my yeah, criticism is invalid your feelings and your criticism are two different things <laughs> <laughs> own it yes 
well you know agree to disagree i am very harsh on it but i can't help but feel that i would say overall it was a good documentary um with some of the biases of the presenter coming through but i personally learned a lot from the documentary it was cool to see the cool things that are happening in africa right now in the four countries that he mentioned so there were obviously a lot more countries there and i think it's in different seasons i think there are more episodes in that mm-hmm. um so i would be i mean i would be really cool i would i would mind seeing more of those yeah no i agree like i said it was a learning experience and i learned a lot but <laughs> yeah we were not agreeing on a lot of the things today yeah and that's okay yeah welcome to matcha talk y'all Welcome to Matcha Talk. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Let us know if you've seen this documentary as well. It is available on Discovery Plus. I don't remember the name of it right now, but uh, we'll add it in the show notes for you. So you know if you have that. Let us know if Summer is right or I'm right. I feel like the last episode we did was ended on a similar note of me saying, tell me I'm wrong, y'all. Because I know. Because <laughs> I know. No. No, in this case, you could probably be. Or maybe I'm just not as harsh on it as you are but i honestly feel some some points i honestly feel no i cannot agree with this but it's so true y'all watch it and you tell me that that king's place wasn't more advanced than that last place that he went to because it was some great out of the box thinking happening there bro well you 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 stated your things which is fine and i stated mine and we'll (laughs) we'll end the episode on that note (laughs) thank you for having matcha with us today we hope to see you more on our Instagram at Matcha Talk. All right. Well, inshallah, we'll see you next time. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum.